Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Nate T, Dr. Gerd Hauser, Vandy Lim, Sean Britcher, Rochelle Jackson, Case, Seren K, Fairy's Tale, and Dyrick. Thanks to you, the explorations of the Ninth World continue. Finally finding themselves relatively safe, the travelers begin to discuss what has happened to them so far. We gotta get the cat off the table because it's gonna just, it's gonna register as rumbling. Yeah, the cat doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It does not want to be off the if table. This, is... Does the cat have claws? I don't remember. Uh, no, back claws. Only back claws. Only back claws. Only back, claws. Sharp. back could be in for a world of hurt. Yeah. Not particularly sharp though. It's oh yeah, those are those claws are just yeah, really wow. Oh my God, you've done Jesus that. Christ, that cat! <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I hate you. All right, <laughs> listeners, the cat bait has basically mauled uh, okay. Billy over here. Just real, real fast. Hold up, I'm pausing. You want to disinfect that because that could be just just put yeah. some put some alcohol I mean, on the, there. The cat literally digs poop, digs poop into piles of poop, other poop. Okay. All right, well set. Yes. Okay. Yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We'll return to the world of Numenera. Did we get ten? Hmm? Yeah, get I, ten? that ten from last time. It's so f- because I was paused it and started it up again. Okay, because the other cat yeah. was yeah, walking yeah. around. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can can I go now, David? No. I, can I please? No. Okay. Done. Ten seconds of sun. Sorry now. Yeah. No. Damn it. No. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Again, as I say it again, to the world of Numenera. Where our... Ooh. Ooh. Oh, right, you guys say something. Uh, Ooh. 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 Or we could just keep going. We can just probably... Like professionals. <laughs> like professionals, sir. That wouldn't be very fan of all of us, would it? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he said that ever since the first year. We are seven years in, we're professionals at this. Did right? you say that? Oh, yeah. You used to say it all, we say it all the time. Like, oh, we're not professional. We're semi-professional. We're semi-professional. Like, semi-professional nerds. I think, it's, I think it's time, I guess, we officially become professional. Exactly. I mean, it's been seven years. I get that's a good t- amount of time. All right. To Our parents ropes. always wanted to hear that we were professionals. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I got another meeting. Go <laughs> all right. So in our last game of Numenera, you guys found yourself transported to a strange you assume maybe some sort of storage area for a civilization called the Latos. Or for Numenera, a completely normal <laughs> facility. Tuesday. Yeah. It's Tuesday, yeah. Because the, who know, those crazy civilizations were crazy. Who knows what the hell that place was really for? The Craze Society. And the Craze Society. And in there you found a late, uh, some sort of Latos creature, that's, or some creature that served the Latos. Uh, you went to another room, uh, fought the Numenera version of a mimic. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You fought off some cannibals and also gave them enlightenment for some odd reason. Because <laughs> we needed to distract them. Yeah. Fought another robot. Went upstairs and met your duplicates from another universe. That was nice. Yeah. That was hot. pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, if there was anyone you would do yourself, at least your gender bent version of yourself. If you're in a relationship, but you sleep with yourself, is that cheating? Does to make a sound. Exactly. <laughs> Crying. Just so much crying. From both of us, really. What? <laughs> and from there, you uh, try to leave through a massive portal. The first time didn't really work because somebody rolled a one. And transported in a humanoid creature made of ice to try to kill you all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Dave. Thank you. 
No, I think that was Morale that rolled the that one. Was morale. She was rocking all the twos and, yeah, then, and then and then finally, finally rolled a one. When it was most important. Mm-hmm. I thank you for that, Morale. I really I do. then proceeded to roll a one because I got pulled into that yeah. portal. And then Morale rolled another one and also got pulled into that portal. It was a tour de force. Yeah. And we then you got both of you learned of uh Cohen's ability to adapt to any environment. Yep. That was fun. Finally yep. got to use that. Yep. Jesus, thank you. <laughs> because if you had stayed there you would have frozen to death, literally. I mean, on a day like today, too, I think we can all envy that as a power. Seriously. It's very chilly, people. Right now, we're in a very brisk uh, part of the season, and Mm. it's about what? Negative 20 with wind chill. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. I mean, we're not as bad as Tham, who is up in Canada. She's. Uh, they were saying that it was... Uh, negative 36 Celsius today. Ridiculous. That was, I think, the temperature, not the wind chill. But it's Celsius, so it's like... You know, like no, half man, is... that's like space cold. Anytime I read about space temperatures, are always in Celsius. Uh, that's like space cold. Yeah, they're space in space cold. Space colds. Which See, is funny because Canada doesn't have a space program because they think that the moon is made of cheese. Mm. So you go through a portal. You go through a portal. Come at me, Canada. <laughs> and you go to a nice, uh, a fairly temperate temperature place. Ahead of you is a huge mountain range to the left and to the right. And there's fields around you, a few sparse trees. All you escaping that through that portal, the portal closes behind you, and you follow tracks leading to two, well, a person and a giant creation. Not his, as far as you can tell. You met a, per- a man named uh, Doran. Doran. Doran in his master of the mechanical arts. Master, or at least he, what do you consider himself? A master of mechanical He's arts. He's the master of the mechanical <laughs> arts. <laughs> In a, in a sort of covered wagon. And right next to it, you saw his protector, Boris, which is about a nine-foot-tall, blue, humanoid robot, as far as you can tell, that only follows his orders. It's very slow. Extremely slow. But he uses it for protection. And basically, you came in, you said, hello, and he said, great, you know what, we can travel together, because he told you about the where you guys are going, the Iron Crag. The Black the, Crag? The Black Crag, thank you. You go into the Black Crag, which is a path underneath the mountain towards a, a, a sort of boom town called Hunter. Oh, okay. shit. You're going to the Iron Crag. Yeah, no, you guys are way <laughs> far away. That's right next to Charmant. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going to travel because it was only, let's say, Numenera time, maybe four or five. Maybe you could have traveled another hour or two before finally camping for the night because the night times are dangerous. That was the original plan. Until he took a note, a look at... Uh, some of your equipment, and also some of Morale's notes. And basically, you, he's had a look on his eyes of just crazy recently. And, he's, and you, he suddenly, uh, you talk to him for a few minutes, and then he's suddenly inside of his wagon. What was his name again? I'm sorry. Doran. Doran? Yeah. And I'm going to say... Master uh, of the, the mechanics? Or yep. Mechanical arts. Mechanical arts. And then, uh, does one of you come go to the wagon to talk to him for a bit? No, yeah, yeah. 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 Varric is absolutely not going to walk towards the man who is crazy. <laughs> he's dealt a lot of crazy recently, <laughs> yeah. and he's good to go. Okay. So after about three, four seconds of silence, as we as, as you hear inside the wagon, just metal parts and random other objects being moved away, you hear a crash, bang. Uh, Varric touches his nose and says, "Not it." Tagos is, quote-unquote, asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, being the mature adults we are, we look towards Moral. I'll investigate. Yep. All right. Yep. What was the name yes. of the big blue guy again? Boris. Boris. Yep. Tell them Boris sent you. <laughs> nice. 
And Boris is just standing there next to the wagon, unmoving. And he's played by the guy who voiced Grape Ape. Okay, there <laughs> we go. Yep. There's a, there's a there. deep cut. Morale is investigating. Yep. Uh, you go to the two flaps, and as soon as you get close, they open up and he looks down at you. What? We heard something. That was me. Oh. What'd you do? Nothing. What did you do? You just made a sound? I made many sounds. Perhaps make all the sounds. What? Why are you confusing me? Listen, I... we're not moving. Go camp or something. I'm busy with something else. Tomorrow. We're all six at our lower lip. <laughs> not it. Trembles a little bit. I can't see it through the flaps. <laughs> My character sighs as he did. He walks towards Moral and reaches out and gives her a pat on the shoulder. It's all right. We'll we'll camp out, okay? Come on. We haven't had a we haven't had a meal. We haven't sat down and talked about some things. In a long time, let's all just get a fire started and we can eat and relax for, I don't know, a few hours before, I don't know, the moon comes crashing down, uh, a rift opens up and sucks us into a hell landscape, whatever. One of those things will happen, I'm sure. So all looks up suspiciously at the moon. It stares back at you. <laughs> the final day. <laughs> uh, yeah, we start gathering up... Uh, you know, branches and stuff. We're going to make a fire and we're going to sit down and we're yeah. going to actually sit, make like a hot meal. We're not eating yeah. rations and stuff. Yeah, and you're able to grab some stuff. Great. You guys are luck. I'm making porridge. Mm -hmm. That's what because I you have your rations, unless you want to try to ask the guy, but he seems a little crazy. Tegos will quietly um, take the... Uh, he's got his cape over his face as he's napping and then just quietly gets up and he's going to go hunt. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to gather... Just a nice little meal. Of course, uh, there's always the uh, porridge option for anybody who wants to go for a vegetarian meal, which is what my character eats. Mm. Or you can go with whatever uh, Tagos ends up catching. Tagos, give me a survival roll. Cool. Be intelligent. If you roll a one and you're back in that. Oh, I know. <laughs> you stumble into the rift and you're back in the, the wasteland. Oh, not again. <laughs> There's no food here. And then you find your like your female doppelganger. Ganger, you too. <laughs> well, oh I guess God. we have to have you a child. Cranberries too. Yep. Your difficulty is only going to be nine. Mm -hmm. The Tagos have <laughs> we have came to this land all at once when we all rolled one simultaneously in our, all our dimensions. I'm going to need everybody to stop joking about what is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll spend. Uh, I'll spend three points of intellect. What's the point? Bring it down to six. Seventeen. <laughs> that was Very Shut nice. up. <laughs> you spend about... It could still flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what is a seventeen but a one begging a seven for yeah. help? Yeah, I mean, look. The seventeen, the one is right. That's not okay. Boop. <laughs> 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 uh, take it. You spend a good hour or uh, 30 minutes uh, mm -hmm. looking around the area trying to find something to eat. You see these groupings of these small uh, bipedal lizards mm -hmm. that are just yelping at each other. They're about maybe a foot tall. Uh, they seem to be eating uh, tiny berries, but they're very, very quick. You think they might be edible? Oh, and they move. Mm -hmm. They move. Oh, they move. And they help me find berries. Yep. Congrats. All right. Thanks. Yep. All right. So they're going to take out my blowgun and <laughs> take one of them down. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a three. All right. So you take one down. All right. Cool. 17. Actually, question. Don't you already have a bonus to your attacker now? Um, if they haven't seen me, then yes. Then it just automatically. Oh, yeah. Then I do. I also do because it's a small weapon. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, you automatically, you take one down. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Cool. And that's it. And uh, while I'm here, I'm going to take a look at those berries, and I'm going to scrounge, uh, look around for uh, some uh, some poisonous uh, flora. Give me a 12 uh, survival roll. Okay. Uh, because this has to do with uh, assessing or working with poisons, mm-hmm. uh, it brings it down to a 9. Okay. 15. All right. There's something you can mix together. Cool. All right. Yeah, it's a small dark flower with a a small dark uh, a flower with small dark petals, but inside is some is a pulsing red, uh, some sort of seed. Perfect. Small poisonous flower. Yep. So the berries, the berries are edible, but the flower is well, not. So the creature he saw the creatures eating the berries. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the berries, take mm-hmm. the body of the creature, take the flower, put the flower in a different pocket. <laughs> goes, Which one is? <laughs> okay, guys. Hey guys, I, I, I found a song. I found I found a creature, and there was it was also eating it, and like one of the oxen sneezes and dis, like distracts me. Like uh, it was eating this flower. Um. <laughs> All right, and uh, you head yeah. back to camp. Yep. yep. By the time you get back, you find that we have a fire roaring. We've set out our sleeping uh, bags around the area, uh, or tents, mm-hmm. and then we also have a a a a, a, a pan full of uh, gruel or. Uh, I can't talk today. Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Porridge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Porridge that is already bubbling. So uh, cool. seeing that you have some lizards, uh, some li- some meat. I killed a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> seeing that you killed a Fraggle, my character points uh, towards Tagos and says, like, if you guys want meat, there you go. And he's going to start uh, spooning out some porridge in the in wooden bowls. Okay. When you do so, it's easy enough. Although you want to, uh, who's going to check out the berries? I will. Okay. Yep. It's going to be a six. Cool. Uh, is this, uh, does it survival? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, are they poisonous in nature? Because I would, that would affect Well, you're accessing if they're poisonous oh, or not. Yeah, you're so. using, what? Are you using it? No, no, go ahead. So you would, you would lower that down to a three. You'd be lowering that down to a three. Okay. Three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As far as you can tell, they're not poisonous. And you say you get a bonus when it's, it has something to do with poison, right? Uh, yeah, whenever I'm, uh, as I don't have the language in front of me, it's basically yes. Poisons, including ingestion. Okay, then yeah. the, you also look at the creature and you realize it had a small sack that may also be poison. Nothing uh, strong that you can really use, but it would make everyone sick for at least a couple of hours. But hmm. you're able to remove it by identifying it. I hold on to it, though. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be using... Um, I'm going to be uh, taking a small uh, packet of salt, and I'm going to be using... Uh, um, Hedge magic. Thank you. <laughs> Hedge magic um, to prepare... All of the food, which immediately prepares it, berries. There's a nice little spread. It's, 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 uh, it's tasty food. And then I'm going to take the uh, poisonous uh, flour and the poisonous sack and sprinkle some salt over it, and I'm going to preserve it. So okay. it just immediately becomes like jerkied or, uh, or pre- preserved. And okay. I'm going to put that away and feed people. Yeah. Well, just uh, make it a six for just to see if you re- because they're different poisons than what you recognize because not all poisons are the same. Okay. So just give me a six roll to make sure you prefer, preserve those poisons properly. Okay. Cool. Nineteen. Oh yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, so for a minor effect, uh, do I can I say I discover that in fact preserving it in, increases one of the potencies? Sure. Cool. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. So we're all just sitting around eating whatever we want. Of course, uh, Varric he just sticks with his basic porridge. Uh, no berries. Nothing fun. He's back into monk mode. Yep. And uh, after. We've all collected our food, and there's an awkward moment of silence. Varric uh, lets out a sigh and says, So, uh, 
Are we going to talk about what happened at the temple? Where should we start? Well, uh, we met a, we met my gods, and then we met another god that tried to kill us. Well, take morale. Uh, my brother got taken, and then your armor started saying proximity alert or something along those lines. And then my god sent us away, and I went to another place for a while, and then I met you guys a couple years later back in the fluff room. Years. Yeah, years. Years? I stayed there in this temple just looking at all my mistakes from the year. Just walked around. I That's all I was. It was kind of a year of isolation. Just studying every mistake I'll ever make. Oh, hot, watch out. I say as I reach forward and grab a glass as you're about to tip it over. It's a it's a little thing of oil that we use, but your elbow hits it. It's going to go into a fire. Kill Cohen. But no, <laughs> I grab it and I just set it to a side. Yeah. So what? I, I just don't know. I mean, I, feel, I just feel like it's one of those things that we need to talk about, right? Well, like what's what do we know? About like we knew about my God, I t- I shared everything with my God, and then your God, Moral, came with his tentacles and tr- ate my brother. Well, first of all, I don't have a God. Right, so it's not the God of Science. No. Okay, so it whatever there, there is n- there is not a God of Science. Okay, we're not having this conversation. We're we're not going to get sidetracked. Your entity that took your people, right? Is that what we're thinking? Yes. Why is it after you? Like, it's got to catch them all. (laughs) Are you a collectible? Like, like. Oh, I could be a collectible. Like, why did it? How did? How did it get your people originally? We were investigating a, a a cave, and something got activated, and I and it just. And and then it all happened. Um, when we were in Charmond, what, I, what do you mean it all? What happened? Like what got activated and what did it do? There were, we were in a we were in a cave and there were carvings and markings and somehow it got activated. I Tego squints his eyes, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> no, but like, what was the result? Like you're just saying it got activated and they all disappeared. And then later on, we met your friend who was, was she always tattooed up and bald? No. Okay. So your people got sent somewhere and they- To the other side of the planet. To the other side. Of the planet. Of the planet. Of the world. And now they are all culty. Apparently. So why is this thing after you, though? I mean, it has most of your people, unless are you are you this very skeptically skeptically? Are you the smartest one in your tribe? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> okay, so for some reason, it wants you. It got my brother instead, but it doesn't want all of your people. Or maybe it wanted all her people, but they need her for something. Like do, do, we do, met a couple of her people. Back in the town with the, uh, uh, the yeah, pirates. But oh, they, yeah, it's probably taken them by now then. 
or it's not coming for them. Maybe it's looking for or, the people who were in that cave. Maybe yeah. something attuned them. What's strange about that, and I'm not some sort of specialist. I look at your armor. I look back at you. <laughs> I look back down at your armor and then just let you go on. <laughs> but if I was setting some sort of device that was kind of a trap and it took everyone around the person who triggered the trap, maybe there's something important about the person who was left. Why would they be left? If I'm standing next to a lever, right, and you're trying to come through a door, and I trip the lever, the door shuts, I'm fine. You're the one who's out. So, Moral, does that seem to check out with what would happen if there was a lever that got switched? <laughs> Just hypothetically. You have accurately described how levers work. But if there was something... And I make little magic hands around the fire. Special about this lever. Would the person who flipped the lever be uh, left? Assuming this isn't a door, but some sort of teleportation or nanites, etc., etc. You're more aware of this than I am. There's really too many variables. Deception roll. <laughs> Everyone else insights. <clears throat> is it an insight? So I have oh I have an inability to of effect. deception. Yeah. But does that mean to lie it's, or no to lie? Okay, detecting lies is different. Well, check the language on that because twenty. Nice. Okay. Well, you're fine then. But yeah. check the language on that because Seven. a lot of background abilities say any roles having to do with lie, uh, okay. and they would. I look back at the way I see this deception inside of two. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. Oh yeah, they are. They yeah. are. It's just that sometimes the language. No, yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, check yeah, that out. But it's okay. in uh, it's on the PDF. So yeah. uh, what's our difficulty? I'm rerolling. <laughs> okay. What's your roll? Obviously, I rolled. A five. Oh, here's the thing: you're not gonna get it past unless oh, you get no, a that no, twenty. No, absolutely. Okay. I told. I just would like to not lose to everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's do this. 20. <laughs> yeah. Nat 20. <laughs> Both of you have a roll off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, the only way. Yeah. Yeah, I got a sound. Yeah. Okay. 10. Roll off. Uh, 19. Oh, wow. 13. All right. So, those three new intellect points are really paying <laughs> off for you, buddy. Yeah, so Dave and I buy it. Dave and I buy it really like buy it because he got a twenty, mm -hmm. and uh, then Billy. My variables—that's a very scientific word. Yes. Yes. My character not, is about to nod his head, and then he just—it looks like he remembers something. <laughs> then he sets it down, his bowl down, walks up to Maraud, crouches in front of her, and holds out his hands towards her. Give me your hands for a second. Trust me. What? Just trust me. I take her hands. I feel for her pulse. <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> You want us to go for a walk? <laughs> no, we're good. So There was a lot of variables in this hypothetical situation. It checks out. Yeah, I think. Look, no, 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 no. Okay, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> My character just kind of like he leans forward a little bit as if he's listening. And then he looks towards her. And and she could tell that he knows. <laughs> and suddenly he feels her heartbeat beat, beat, uh, picks up. <laughs> There's many variables. And he sets down her hands. Kind of gives her a nod and then walks back and sits down in front of his porridge. So hypothetically, yeah, it's I'm not using a, that word, right? Yeah, yeah. It means a educated guess, educationally guessing. If Moral or somebody accidentally tripped this 
thing, mm-hmm. and everybody else got teleported. If it was a trap, maybe it was a trap for this person to get them alone. Right? I mean, maybe just educationally guessing. It, this wasn't a mistake. This was a trap because not to get your people, but to isolate you. Well, there was also a devouring thing that appeared after. That seems pretty convenient, doesn't it? Right after a train passed by. That's the devouring thing. Right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a southbound. Hey guys, sorry. I'm late. I mean, I, I tried to catch up to you, but the pirates said that I was eating cars. <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen the? Uh, what was the thing we killed? Uh, uh, Welton. No, 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 no. The distributor or uh, the, oh, oh, the destroyer. Relentless yeah. Reaper. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen the Reaper? Reaper? By the way, he's not returning my phone calls. I'm. I mean, I don't fear her, but still. <laughs> so, but doesn't that seem a little bit? Doesn't that seem a little bit odd that right after everybody got taken away, this thing appears and went for you? Well, it seems to be intent on destroying the the, the cave that we were in. Or destroying the way for you to get them back. I don't know. I'm just saying, guys, look at it this way. Either this has been planned to send every one of us together or this is fate. I mean, right now, what are the chances that four people, four people touched by gods would... I wasn't touched by a god. But you were. You, your people got sent somewhere, and now there's a genital, a tentacle entity thing. It is after an you. It's been... Yes, fine. We were touched by entities. Your people have been kidnapped and, and entities after you. I was summoned by my entities, gods, to free them. Cohen... You are going to destroy the world one day. We'll talk about that later. But you yourself have been dealing with entities trying to control you. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Tagos, uh, let's go back to you died and came back wearing armor that seems to not like entities. Either this has been one giant plan that someone has orchestrated or this is fate. Some Something greater bringing us together. Pause one second. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention to you, uh, Daniel. No, <coughs> don't want to. Remember those th- those three days that were missing? Yeah. Those are the three days you were supposed to transform. Ah, sweet. It never happened. Yep. That's never happened before. Interesting. So you have no idea what the result of that's going to be. Just put that out there. Sweet. Most likely indigestion. Oh, yeah. Dum, 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 So I'm just saying, what are the chances? I know this is the ninth world and weird things happen. But it's not like we put out an ad in the local paper saying looking for people touched by entities. We met on a caravan that we individually took because it was the cheapest one out there. Or it was the only one willing to accept our dis- our, our current features. Or it was the quickest one out of town. We all came together. It's weird. Am I right? Maybe I feel a little bit smarter ever since our last my my little adventure a year ago. Uh, but I, I've had a lot of time to think. This seems weird and really well planned out. All right, all right, all right. Look, personally, myself and my associate Cynthia Obliets have a saying: no royalty, 
no uh, prophecies. We don't observe any any idea of, uh, of 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 lineage making someone better than the others, and we sure as hell don't believe in things like angels, demons, or or fate. However, we do have a tendency to be able to do incredible things. There is a theory. I only know it because I've always hoped that it was just simply never true. It's the theory is uh, called it's called an airplane. <laughs> it's like that one. T- hey, remember when I was trying to do the speech for this character that one time we did a recording? Oh, okay. <laughs> every fucking every airplane. <clears throat> it's called nanite association containment. It's basically the idea of the more. You learn how to control the nanites, uh, be able to split into two people or crush things with your bare hands or read minds or heal the sick with a touch. Boom. You're controlling the nanites. And in doing so, you kind of send out a homing beacon that says to your nanites, to another nanites, look at what we're capable of. This is a more scientific and better thought out assessment of the <clears throat> adventuring party syndrome where people with incredible abilities seem to find themselves in the same tavern or the same guard uh, the same jail cell but we are not talking about adventurers we're talking about people who are touched by your a god or an entity or yeah but in doing so in, in trying to find out an answer to your problem or morale's people or to find out whether or not Kona is going to destroy the world. You've, Spoiler, that I am. <laughs> you have been effectively antagonizing your nanites because you've put your life at risk countless times, been in contact with, with, with mind-bogglingly powerful or strange creatures, and this all will, will resonate to a certain point where our first week together, we launched an island into the sky with pissed off bird people who wanted to kill us. That was before we even learned each other's last names. We have had some bad luck, but I think that if you're talking about what are the odds, I think we put the odds in our favor of this happening because we haven't given up, because we've encountered all of these strange things, and the fact that we've developed ways to survive. Long story short, our nanites like each other. We're very powerful with what we can do now. We've changed. I've changed. I'm better looking, um, and uh, Cohen's no longer a, a, a slavering creature uh, all days of the week. Um, uh, uh, morale uh, has strange capabilities to make friends uh and you and your brother got what you wanted but at the same time found a new uh found a new process for your life a new path i'm sorry if you're gonna say fine if you want to say this is our nanites all coming together and planning our lives and i what what you call nanites i call gods i think something greater out there has pulled us all together it making us, I mean, I'm so happy and I'm so, I'm happy I was able to help my gods, but I was a tool used by them. 
and my people got addicted to the gifts they gave, and now I don't even want to think about what's going on at home. I just can't shake this feeling that we are just playing into some plan that everything has been orchestrated for some reason. Why is your armor? What is your armor? Like, what is it? It was making noise. It was, it, it was reacting. It was glowing. It was trying to defend you from this. What, what did it say? Proximity alert. What, what, what was it? That was a strange let. Oh. <clears throat> wait, wait a second. Strangely detected performing countermeasures. Str- str- a strange lit detected? What, what's a strange lit? Primary that- purpose established. Oh, sorry. No problem. So, strangely detected primary purpose established. What, what, what is a strange lit? No idea. Where did you get the armor? Uh, I mean, we never asked these questions. We were just so excited you were alive. Where were you? Like, it's very heavy. You died. Like, we, we found your body and buried you. All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> There's no easy way to say this. Uh, ki- uh, uh, kid, uh, uh, Varric, um, Tegos, just, you don't need to ma- the sugarcoat it. You've seen all of us at our worst and weirdest. And dead. I saw all of you die. The place I went to was, um, Consider it a dress rehearsal for the way a life could go. And in dying, I, instead of dying and being some sort of sacrifice, I slipped through the cracks of if there is a plan for us, then I somehow got out of it. And where I landed was a place you're not supposed to go. And what it was is it was the countless variables of a life separated by choice. And when I landed there, I landed in the orphanage that I grew up in. But I was a priest, because in that life, I chose to be the things that ran the orphanage. I chose to be the monsters that hurt me when I was a child. And then that life ended. And then I was on a farm. And then that life ended. And then I was part of a traveling caravan, and that ended, and eventually I got to the choices that led me to you. And I led to choices where I let Moral die in the cave with the moth creature instead of fighting. I sold out you and your brother, killed one of you, sold the other into slavery. Cohen, I just killed you. That's fair. You probably should. Um, I mean, not right now. <laughs> Cohen, I just killed you because I realized what you could do, and you'd make my life harder. So I eliminated the problem of the one in a trillion chance that the person that I'm with can stop people from dying. Mm. And then there was Whaleton. Yeah, good times. And we lived so many lives there. And a lot of them had to do with me saving myself and letting you die. Over and over. The armor was from a person who wasn't using it anymore. <laughs> you don't have to roll, please. <laughs> it was a gift. Deception <laughs> roll. Well, five, five. So you're probably got me. Seven. That'd be a uh, four. Seven. Fifteen. Ten. So. Oh, damn. All right. 
Yep, I only got seven. Because uh, I got my Tagos BS yeah. training. Yeah, yeah you do, you do yeah. have Tagos BS training. Um, then, Cohen, you can sense when something's too weird. No one yeah. would just give this yeah. armor. That would be like, exactly. it's like, oh, this is Excalibur. Do you want that? <laughs> You'd eat that? No. Yeah. Some woman in a lake just gave it to me. It really can't be worth that much. Yeah, that, is no, that is no grounds for a system of government. Uh, and I brought it back with me, and I ran into your friend. Um, but what effectively... Friend? What friend? Um, the, the guy, uh, skinny... Uh, weird teeth. Hammers. The uh, sure. The yeah. Lord of Hammers. Ha- hammer. Dude. What's his name? Well, seriously, what is it? Trim. <laughs> trim. Oh, Trim. You ran into him. Kind of passed by each other. On my way out. Uh, effectively, I got kicked out of the play. I, I somehow wound wound up from. Uh, imagine you going to a restaurant and then you just wander into the kitchen. That's what happened to me. Except for no one realized I didn't work there until way late. They gave me a chef's outfit. It was too late and they kicked me out. This is the chef's outfit. They wanted me gone. They said something about there. Oh, gods, there was that light. That's where I've seen it before. That thing, there were, there was a blue purple light that tried to kill me in the, uh, in that place, in the in between. And it was real happy to see me said something about how it was glad that I messed up something. I, 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 I tried to kill it instead. I really wasn't interested in talking. You mean the thing that's trying to get morale? Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't tentacles though. It was, a, it was a bipedal person, but the light was reminiscent. It came through some sort of portal, like the thing that took your brother, like the thing that took your, that, 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 uh, uh, showed you your people. Any so did it have any of the strange tattoos? Not that I remember. It looked like a person, but blue and okay. teeth. Okay. So, well, what I'm hearing is, Mister Tagos, you lived different possibilities of 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 lives, and very didn't you just say that you were someplace where you were seeing all different options yeah yeah i went to a i was in another i don't even know is some winter wonderland and i went up to a temple there and i was able to see all the mistakes i was going to make that was going to cost me and hurt me or hurt you i wonder if those were related maybe that temple was a way to see into whatever place you were mr tagos you were actually there so you were experiencing it while Varric was merely an observer. What if we're all, and we don't know this, on a stage, and we're acting exactly how we're, they, want, they want us to act, but Tagos stumbled backstage for a little while, and maybe I peeked through it for a little while, and then we got pushed back onto the stage. And again, they're expecting us to follow the same choices that was part of the script. But maybe something's out there is trying to give us uh, glimpses of another way, another way this ends. And if that's true, then Morale's people, Morale's people might have gotten a little too close to knowing how the script is. And then, boom, 
got rid of them. Maybe. But interesting thing there, that means that of all of us, Cohen is the one that's the biggest threat. Because Cohen was literally, sorry, buddy, but literally constructed for one purpose and has done everything to lash out against that purpose and has effectively freed himself. He's a, he threw away the script. They have no idea what's going to happen with him. We joke about you destroying the world, Cohen. New joke. But we talk about it. But I get the sensation that the fact that you're not doing that, that you're doing more than that, has people very bothered. Maybe, in a simplified sense, that is the thing that is unique about all of us. Somewhere, somehow, we pissed off someone, and we haven't stopped doing that. That sounds like us. Yeah, it does. Sounds like three of you. I have a lot of friends. Everyone loves me. I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with the kid here, too. I mean, we're probably being manipulated by gods or godlike creatures. And I vote we head backstage and punch them in the face until they stop doing that. Okay, so... But this is why philosophers don't like to entertain this train of thought. Because... They're not what if that's, Because what if that's what the script says that we do? Well, I mean, if that's is it, it I'm actually possible it. to break the script? Maybe the script all along said that you would free yourself because there's actually somebody else c controlling the strings. If you want to go along this insane theory that that there are gods out there, you can't second guess every decision that you've ever made. Not gods. No, 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 no. Uh, entities. And entities are punchable. Bigger actors. Why uh, directors? Directors. Why? Okay. Why are we going to the the black the, crate? Why? Yeah. Why are we going there again? There, there's black cool. crate. Oh, oh right. They're, uh, Neox. Oh, no, sorry, Neox. Sorry. So we heard rumors of like what, what? Like why? Like what sent us here? The gods or the digital gods that you, that morale and Cohen met told them that they would help uh, <clears throat> answer all your questions if you're able to defeat Neox. Yes. Uh, okay. uh, who, whoever. Uh, you go to the Black Crag, you confront Neok, and whoever lives will get all of their uh, questions answered. Then let's not kill Neok. <laughs> what if Neok is just like Cohen? He's he's constructed, he's confused. What if we just don't try to kill him? What if we try to help him? Oh, if the gods tell us that they'll answer our questions, we don't need their questions. We don't need their answers because we're just stumbling through everything. What if instead of killing Neok, we do something entirely different? All right. I'm open to suggestions. I don't even know where to begin on where to go with that. I mean, I don't even think we're going to know how to save Neok or stop Neok without killing him until something falls in our lap. But it's just something to consider. Instead of us saying, let's go to this place to kill him... Let's keep our eyes open for anything that might contain him, stop him, teach him. I don't know. Right now, the only entities that really have helped me are my gods. The entity that deals with you has seemed really weird and not trustworthy so far. Yeah, no, that's fair. Your entity that's bugging you seems downright scary, Moral. 
And Mr. Tagos, you're the wild card, so I don't no know. No one's trying to bother me, kid. Yeah. So well, present company excluded. <laughs> and, you know, those morales just like literally poking. No one's trying to bother me. Think, think, think. Anyways, I think that's just something we need to consider. And I know that we've been talking for a while. We should probably get to bed soon. But um, also, I just wanted to say that. Uh, Thanks. You guys did not need to go to the water temple for me, and you did. And while it didn't end how I wanted it to end, you guys, um, you guys freed my gods, my entities. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so thanks. And my character stands up, and he's just going to grab his rucksack, his bedroll, Kind of move it into the shadows away from people and just lay down, and he's going to go to sleep. Okay. It's a hell of a thing to get what you want. You spent the last, what, months, almost a year, hoping that him and his brother would get separated. Now he's got it. Mm-hmm. He's holding it together pretty well. Cohen, if you can hold off from destroying the world until we tie up these loose ends, I'd be really appreciated. Yeah, I mean, I'm in no rush or anything. All right. Well, everybody just keep communicating. If you see anything blue or strange, don't keep it to yourself. And I'll take first watch. Oh, oh Okay. I'll take second, Cohen. Uh, I'll take second, Varric says, uh, from the shadows. I'll, I'll take the third. Sweet. I got to sleep. There are 28 hours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you can divide it by three. You know math. <laughs> I don't need math. I can destroy the world. Exactly. All right. All right, yeah. So I'll take first watch. All right. Hey guys, I hope you liked this episode of Numenera, where the players finally had a chance for a heart-to-heart. If you liked this game, if you other games and other genres and systems you might enjoy, you also have blog posts, videos, and other stuff you might like. But if you really like us, only if you really like us, consider giving to our Patreon. With the extra money, we've got things like web hosting, games to try on the podcast, and time alone with our thoughts. If you don't have the cash or not inclined, which is fine, consider talking about some forums, Give us good reviews and service like iTunes or whatever you want to do to get the final word out there. We'd love to get more fans like you. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.